and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Dan. Here on Filling in the Gaps. Welcome to my game. The rules of this game are simple. There is no right or wrong, only consequences. Okay, okay, only consequences. When you beat the game, the prize of eternal happiness is yours. I'm ready. Mr. Voice? Yes, Miss Fortune? Has anyone reached the end of the game and gotten the eternal happiness? Yes, of course. You know, I want to win this prize for my mommy. Oh, that's really sweet of you. I'm going out to play, mommy! What monster? I didn't see anything. It's probably just your imagination. It comes from September of 2019, and it's great. Yeah, it is. I am really... I've got something to say about this game, and that is... Uh-huh. If I had... If I wasn't a patient gamer who waited... Or let's just rephrase that. If I wasn't a cheap gamer <laughs> who waited years for sales, I'm going to say this right now. If I'd played Franbo... When it came out, and I'd been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to play this, I'd have been very disappointed because it's a completely different game. It's not really a point and click. There's no inventory puzzles. It's it's not to me. It's not the same game. If I was waiting for like a Franbo two experience, I would have been so disappointed with this game. But the fact that I waited and waited and waited, and I played this one just off the cuff, kind of like. I bought this for my door, actually. She she, she was, was going to told me about it. I was going to ask if you even wanted us to bring that up. Yeah. Um, she was like, I want to play this. I was like, yeah, okay. And then, then now that I've played it, I was like, oh, did I make the right choice? Because <laughs> um, this, this game is quite dark. Um, yeah. Fran Bo is dark, but this one seems even darker. Has foul language. Yeah, yeah. Some adult themes, nothing too graphic, but obviously things that your daughter's going to ask about. And you're either going to have to deal with it or deflect <laughs> yeah yeah definitely not my best parenting moment but um also your daughter is still the one who's the language police so right yeah <laughs> i remember when she told me about this game she said but it has some bad words in it yeah i thought it was just like you know i thought it was like the the c grade or b level bad words but no there's some a class bad words in this it's yeah. like okay yeah yeah good job darren well done <laughs> not that she hasn't heard those words before <laughs> there's some bits where i just like but to be honest, to be honest i laughed out loud when when i played this game when I heard those those words coming out of this little girl's mouth, it's like, hey, wash your mouth out, little misfortune. Yes, misfortune is an incredibly cute character. Very cute, yes. This game hits me where I want to be, I mm. think, right now. Cute, dark, weird, funny. It hits all of those kind of things. It's not really a puzzle game per se, but it is sort of a choose-your-own-adventure, which has a yeah. puzzle feel to it, enough that I feel happy to play it. Yeah. In fact, happy enough to play it twice. I knew we were going to talk about the pod. Mm -hmm. I knew we were going to talk about it for the podcast, and I thought, well, I should probably give a lot of those other options. It's typically an A versus B option. I mm -hmm. should be trying some of those other options just to see what happens. Yeah. 
And I was so glad I did. Yeah. Um, and did you go? Did you get both endings as well? No, I didn't. Ah. I'm shy by one ah. the second time. So I think if I want that one, I'm going to have to do a walkthrough. Right. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand by what I said, though. It's like, if I'd play this off the bat, like waiting for it after off, like I really love Frambo. I can't wait for a little misfortune. I'm, I would have been disappointed. But as it stands, I was years in between uh, or uh, no, 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 not years in between. I didn't wait for it. And so I was like, I was okay with it. But I know me. Like, I was so disappointed with Firmament. I was waiting for the next Cyan game to come out. And I was like, this is it. We're getting a new Mist game. And Firmament is not a Mist game. And, or a, even a Mist-like. And I was so disappointed because I'd waited and waited and waited for, I don't know how many years I've been waiting for this game. So disappointed. I'll throw this argument out there and then we'll we'll probably move on. Mm-hmm. They've only made two games. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. But when you're talking Cyan... They made a series of five yeah. games all in the same world. Yeah, true. And similar style, I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, I only have tried the first two. Mm-hmm. But when you think Cyan, you think Mist, you think Hard Puzzles, you think Beautiful Worlds. Yeah. Those kind of things. Whereas Firmament was very different mechanically and from what you've told me, doesn't have the same puzzle feel to it that the others did. No. This one, they've just tried two different types yeah. of games. I wasn't expecting Frambo 2. I was. If they had called this Frambo 2, then I would have been disappointed. Frambo 2 is coming, by the way. Fantastic. Yep. Good. That one should not be like Little Misfortune. That one should be more like yep. the first one. I didn't have that, though, at all. But I also had seen your daughter play through a bit of this. <laughs> I knew what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't, I don't dislike this game at all. I'm just saying, if I had been waiting for it, mm-hmm. I would have been disappointed. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is I knew this was not Frambo. Yeah. Because I had seen bits of playthrough. Mm. So I knew more what I was to expect. But the little bit I saw, that's when I said, no, I'm not going to watch you play because I want to play this game myself. I want to experience it myself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we can't talk about that now. Because we'll, we'll maybe slide that in at the very yeah. end of the episode. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It's... A four-hour game. I think if you can get it for five bucks, you're fine. Especially because if you like it, you're probably, like me, going to want to play through it a second time at least to see a lot of the opposite options from what you chose before. Yeah, because there's no, there's no chapter selection in this either. So it's like you've got to play the whole thing. But it's not it's not painful to play it again. It's, it's fun. And, and, and it's only two choices. So it's like for me, whereas there's a dialogue tree, I get lost. But for this, it's like... I know what, what item to take this time with me. I, ch- I chose one toy last time. I'm taking the other one the next playthrough. Right. I would also say that having the short length makes it replayable. Yeah. yeah. If this was a 20-hour game, I probably would not have gone back through again. And it would have felt too long. Mm-hmm. There's not enough game to it. But for four hours, it's great. You get some mini games. You get some interesting things that they do and i was laughing too yeah i really enjoyed this and i really like little misfortune the character i like the way she's so consistent i like the way that she speaks the voice work is fantastic some of her catchphrases like i'm a little lady yeah or (laughs) my favorite one is Yikes forever. Yikes forever. (laughs) So what your favorite catchphrase wasn't give yourself a (laughs) No. 
That was mine. <laughs> oh no, that was a catchphrase. She only used it once. Twice? Did she use Yeah, it? maybe maybe even three times. No, definitely twice. Oh, definitely maybe twice. there's some other choices I haven't hit yet. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe. With that though, I think it's really time for us to get into talking about the game. I definitely recommend it, though I would say on sale just because of how long the game is. I would, I, yeah, I would definitely recommend it too. Yeah, absolutely. We would probably not normally recommend it for children, though. It may look cute, but it is not. It is very dark. Don't, has don't be like language. me. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you've not played, maybe go play it. Come back, listen later. For those of you that don't care about spoilers or you've already played it well then you can join us in a minute because here it is your spoiler warning okay mm. we open with a cut scene of the grim reaper or at least who i think is the grim reaper tasking a fox there's no dialogue here though fox enters a portal to our human world we also at this point see a pinecone person which we know from frambo and the luciferns hanging from the tree that's right so yeah this this world is um Cernicity, I think that's what it's called from from Vambo. This is the like the, the basically the, the death world, isn't it? Yeah. There are some things that happen right away, and I want to talk about it. Some really obvious things that they point out that we as the viewer are going to understand. The narrator, again, great voice work, by the way. Mm. Just a fantastic choice. Yeah. We are told that misfortune will die, and we aren't supposed to tell her about it, though. As though we have that option. We can't tell her anything anyway. Yeah, yeah. They break the fourth wall, like, immediately in this game. Like, right. we are the, the game viewer, basically. They also make it very clear that misfortune comes from a very awful household. We know that she has her little fort. We find pretty much right away with her diary and all sorts of information in there about her mommy drinking juice, which juice. is wine. Yeah. Grape juice, yeah. Daddy hits mommy. Daddy... Threw a rocket, little misfortune. Also ignores her quite a lot of the time. Yep. Misfortune says she has a Japanese ghost friend named Hiro, mm -hmm. which we're actually going to see later. She's in love with Benjamin the Fox. <laughs> yeah. And we find out right away the narrator hates the fox. Mm-hmm. Yes, Misfortune already at this point calls herself a little lady. So cute. She does a cute little dance if you play music. And there's multiple times in the game where you can get her to do this dance again. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we know this place is not a happy home. We have to choose between the unicorn or the rock. We're, I do the rock. We are told that choices matter. I've played it through twice, so I've taken both of them. Mm -hmm. It does... Uh, it does make a slight difference. The rock is more useful, at least as far as I played it. I didn't find a real use for the unicorn other than later in the game when you have the vending machine, you can get the unicorn outfit. Mm -hmm. But if you have the stone, you get the stone hat. Yeah. So you get one either way. That doesn't really affect it, but there is a use for the rock a couple times, actually. I think maybe the unicorn, if you're going to do the ride, the carousel with the unicorns, mm -hmm. that might make a difference. But it doesn't really affect the gameplay. No, no. And in fact, that's something I would talk to you about now. Mm -hmm. Do you feel choices matter in this game? Uh, not really, because generally if you, if you choose something, yes, they matter in a sense that you get a slightly different cutscene. Like, but uh, gameplay, like, story-wise, no, it doesn't affect it. 
However, some options come up later that you wouldn't have otherwise. Right. So, for example, you might not be able to break something with a rock if you don't have it with you. Right, yeah. And if you use the fish early on, you can't use the fish later. Yes, yeah, because I saved the fish the first time. And I was like, no, I'm not saving you this time. I want to catch a kraken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you not feed it to the seagull? No. Okay. Yeah. Remind me when we get to that part then. Little Miss Fortune loves glitter. Yep. She feels it makes everything happier. So you'll have right here in the kitchen the dead rabbits in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, just stockpiled up there. You can throw it and it puts a little happy sticker over top of it. Yeah. Or mommy looks sad and she smokes a lot and she drinks a lot. But if you use your glitter, she looks like a queen. Drinking, yeah, juice. Yeah. A juice box. <laughs> Yeah, but that's important because at the end of the game, there's a tree that has all these happy memories, I guess. And so your goal is to fill that tree up. So you got to use the glitter the entire way through the game. Yeah, and I've missed one. I'll tell you what happens if you want, but... I've already seen it. I've seen it? Okay. Yeah. Not sure it's worth going through the whole thing again for, but we'll see. I need to check how many achievements I have left to go. Mm. I think I'm... I must be pretty close after playing it twice because I was getting... A lot of achievements the second time through. Right. Mm. We do have a point where the narrator stops Misfortune from moving at all so that you have to run and break the vase. I was really confused by this because I fixed it, but there's no glue or anything like that. So can you fix it? You did fix it. If you fix it enough that it got put back on the table, you're fine. No, I didn't go back on the table. Oh, it didn't? No, I, I put all... You'll see, the, you'll see the video of this up. I put it all back together, mm -hmm. and it looked right, but it didn't... I, there was no way out of it. There, there, it didn't click to the next scene for me. So it's like, I put everything back together, mm -hmm. and then... Did everything like, lock into place on its own? Everything lo locked into place, but there's still cracks and stuff down it. Yeah, yeah, there'll still be cracks, yeah. But then it wouldn't do anything. There was no button to, like, put it back on the shelf. So I had to X out. And when I X'd out, it just fell apart onto the floor again. So I, I tried it, like, two or three times. And then eventually I was like, nah, I'm done with this. Maybe the game, maybe I can't fix it. Or I'm missing some glue or something like that. But then no. I was left. Then when you got to the end of the game, mm -hmm. did you trip over it? Was it still there broken on? It was still there broken. Ah, okay. So then you got the effect achievement uh yeah which is a long time in making because it goes from the very beginning <laughs> of the game <laughs> right, right, all the way to the very end no there is a way to fix it where it just sits up on the table i couldn't do it for some reason i don't know why maybe i had a piece out of place and it just you have to get it to the point where the game locks it into place otherwise mm -hmm. it doesn't count something to try in your next playthrough yeah 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 i'm sure i'll be playing it again with my door outside the house you have the pool that she pees in. Yeah, this, this pool smells like pee because I pee in it. <laughs> <laughs> and the narrator says, that's disgusting. Gross, yeah. And she says, not as disgusting as when daddy puked in it. Uh, Great, thanks. Yeah, there's a lot of puke in this game as well. Like, yeah. And poop. Yes. It's not my style. <laughs> no, nor mine. But it didn't feel overdone. There was a reason for it, and it didn't happen all the time, but it did happen a lot. Enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have the scene then of her crossing the street. Mm -hmm. When she crosses the street, she's 
immediately in a different world, standing on a pentagram in a circle, mm-hmm. a horror sound, and then it goes away. Yep. Across the street is a dead bird that you can throw another sticker over, and then you're walking in the woods. I've sort of broken these up into chapters, so I'd put chapter two as the puppy and George's party. <laughs> right. When you get to the puppy, you have to choose to release the puppy or play with the puppy. And both don't end well. No. <laughs> this is a harsh, harsh moment. This was a wake-up call, I think. When I went to play with the puppy and bouncing the ball against the tree causes a limb to fall on the puppy and crush it. Yeah. I knew what I was in for then, I think. I didn't right. really until then, but... Then I knew. Yeah, because I was like looking at the background. I was like, okay, if I let the puppy go, it's going to run back and get squashed by that bus. So I was like, I'll play with it. What could go wrong? Like, well, yeah. Yeah. This is a part where I had watched your daughter play. And ah, she okay. said, the right answer is to let it go. And I said, that seems terrible. That seems like <laughs> a terrible idea. But she's right. Because then you get another option because you have the puppy with you mm-hmm. did you talk to it enough to find out its name no no <laughs> you have to talk to the puppy like three to five times ah okay and then she says something along the lines of if you were mine i would call you little cutie oh of course but there's an achievement for that mm. so you may want to keep that in mind for right. next time yeah take little cutie along with you mm-hmm. and little cutie can dig something up in the sand. If you don't, then the birds are going to take you. But if you have a little cutie, then the birds will take the dog. Mm -hmm. I didn't do the fortune cookie. Did you do the fortune cookie or did you do the dog treat? I did the fortune cookie. Yeah. Because that's the one that says, it says like something like, you're going to die or something. I can't remember what it is. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Does the dog get taken away by the birds? Yes. Okay. So that's pretty much the same. When we get to George's place... George is gone in the metaphysical sense, yeah. I guess. Yeah, he's yeah. hanging from the rafters. Yeah. Yeah. But Little Misfortune makes light of the situation. He loves his boots. Yep. Glitter time. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> not happy. Not happy. Walking here, though, you can get the fish or you can let it go. Yes. Now, one thing I love about letting the fish go is there are a couple of times where you could have used the fish mm-hmm. and the narrator tries to make misfortune feel guilty mm-hmm. about it and say, wow, if you had a fish here, that would be useful. And if, and misfortune doesn't fall for it at all. No. She'll say, are you trying to make me feel guilty about saving the fish? I don't feel guilty. <laughs> Stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's wonderful. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love her as a character, the fact that nothing really seems to phase her. Mm -hmm. She's just so flexible of trying to look at the bright side of everything. Yeah. She's also really gullible, though. She just accepts everything as is told to her for the most part. Right. Except when it comes to Benjamin and her obsession with Benjamin. Anytime the narrator tries to say anything bad, she won't listen. No, definitely not. <laughs> Little Miss Furry, yeah. We're going into the magical cave then. With the chalk outline of the body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
in there is a strip club. For hamsters. Yeah. You have to choose whether or not to stop the hamster fight. Mm -hmm. And stopping it is actually the... It, it's not really the wrong answer, but it stops you from going inside. Going inside. Yeah. Going inside, you have a rhythm game. Both of these mini games, you have to choose between your mini games. You're either doing the rhythm game where Stony dances, I guess, mm -hmm. <laughs> or you go through the other part where you see the hamster meth lab. <laughs> yeah. And you have to set off the alarm. Yeah. But shooting the alarm, I found really awkward the first time. I thought I hit it like three times. It's like, no, you got to hit it like on the left hand side of it. Kind of, you, you got to almost be aiming for that button that's below it, that little red light switch. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a weird, a weird moment. I didn't not expect a hamster meth lab. Oh, but you were expecting the hamster strip club. <laughs> well, at least it said that outside, you know, in big neon lights, you know. Hamsters all night. Triple X. <laughs> We're then at a train station. She pops up out of a manhole with glitter. <laughs> Shut on. <laughs> we see Benjamin putting up some of his warnings. Yeah. Watch your child. I think there's a picture of Morgo up there. Yeah. Miss Fortune says, he's so artistic. I love it. <laughs> and the narrator says, oh, it looks like a child drew it. She goes, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Very offended. <laughs> and he sort of backtracks, I think. We also have a lot of these missing children posters. And they get more frequent as we go through. Mm -hmm. There's also, <laughs> I think this is the part where there's a wheel that's locked to the thing. So obviously the, boat, the, obviously the bike has been stolen. Yeah. And she makes the joke about it being a unicycle, mm. which is very cute. And also the Phantasmagoria posters. Yeah. Which comes into play later. She wants to go there so much. And then she gets to go there, which is actually a nice thing. Yeah. I was like, what, the game? No. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought that too. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Everyone in the city now, is like, when we pop out, everyone's wearing masks. I mean, the mum was wearing a mask in the beginning as well, but it's like we get to see more people, just normal people walking around the street. Did we see the mom's mask, though, in the beginning? I thought she was faced away from the camera, so I didn't think that we'd actually gotten to see her at this point. Do you not get to see, like, the side of it, like, the, the, the kind of the string part? I'm not sure, but... You might, but I'm not sure that you'd really know what it is yeah. at this point in the game. Yeah, everyone's got happy faces on. For when you're too tired to fake it. And you can buy them in the shops. You walk along a playground. Everything here is dangerous for misfortune. <laughs> Every ride she falls off of. There's a dancing duck. You can choose to dance or let the duck do the dance. If the duck dances, it just keeps kicking her in the head. She keeps falling over. <laughs> There's a seagull here. You can feed it the fish. Mm -hmm. If you do, then you just get the skeleton back, which when you go to the pet cemetery, you can bury. That's why before this chapter is a good time to save. Right. <laughs> because you can do that and then redo just this chapter and then move on. Mm. Which is why I've done the acorn shooting twice. Ah, okay. We get the first of, I believe, three questionnaires on the way to the next section. Do you feel loved? Have you ever stolen? Are you happy? Yeah, yeah. And at this point I was like, is this going to be one of these things where it's like, is this a test? Like, am I trying to get into the afterlife or something? Because I mean, I pretty much figured I was dead. But um, I was like, am I 
trying to get into heaven? Is this because he's like all the options that you got? Like, do you throw a rock through the window or do you lie? It's like, oh, have you ever lied to someone? Have you ever stolen something? And I'm like, oh, I'll try and tell the truth because this is maybe a test for something. I mean, yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> I don't think this really affects anything later. Though. I don't think so. No, but I was thinking. As I was playing through, I was like, oh, "Yeah, wasn't is, sure." Is this a thing? You know, but yeah. looking back, I don't think it does. And I wasn't sure she was dead at this point. I still thought she would die at the end of the game. Ah, uh, okay. That's what we were told, and that was the only thing that I believed the narrator on because he keeps making reference to. Remember how I said she would die at the end of the game? So uh, I just took him at his word that that's when it was going to happen. To be honest, as soon as I walked across the, across the road, I was like, "This is where I go. This, this is where I'm going to get hit by a car." Doesn't happen, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get to go to the pet cemetery. We have to dig up the goldfish based on the epitaphs on yeah. all of the tombstones. It's really easy, but you do get an achievement if you dig up all, all of, of them. them. Yeah. And as I said before, you can bury Rodrigo the fish's skeleton. If you have it, and why wouldn't you dig up all of them? I mean, that's the you know the old, that's the whole point of this game is to just interact with things, isn't it? I didn't the first time because I thought there might be achievement for getting it right the first time. Ah, that makes sense. I don't yeah. think there is though, mm. so I may as well have right because it is just like the very last one, isn't it? <laughs> yes. When we do dig it up, we just find a box with a note in it. The narrator has promised misfortune eternal happiness. Mm -hmm. And that's what she's going for. And I really loved her response to, you can get eternal happiness. She says, oh, I could give it to mom. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy could really use some happiness. I'll give it to her. Mm. But then later, I think she feels maybe she could share it with mommy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this note is hilarious. I stole your eternal happiness, Benjamin. Benjamin, yeah, you signed it. <laughs> Which is clearly not from Benjamin. It's clearly the narrator yeah, doing this. We've seen Benjamin's writing for the entire thing. He writes like a four-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Usually making mistakes and scribbling them out. Yeah. We get to a part where she will pick up fox repellent and you have to choose whether to use it or not. Yeah. And again, this is, this is actually a really good moment of where the choices don't really matter. It's just the cutscene. Yeah. Because if you use it, she sprays herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and if you don't use it, you get exactly the same thing. Yeah. The same result. I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah. You, you get the same result. At the shops, oh. the juice store where... Mommy forgot about her and left her there all night? No, that wasn't the juice store. That would be a boring place. Yeah. She got left at the electronic shop. No, she got left in the... Wasn't that in the, in the booze shop? No. They're right next to each other. Ah. The booze shop was where she talks about mommy hugging strangers out by the dumpster. Yes. The electronic shop is where she got left all night as she was playing around and having a good time until the security guard found her. Thought she was a raccoon. That's the one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this is also where we're going to see that shop with the happy face masks. Right. And then we go to a bus stop. This is where we are told through some dialogue that Miss Fortune is eight years old. Mm -hmm. Which puts into perspective a number of things because it's hard to tell her age otherwise. Yeah. But being eight, we know earlier she talked about grandma also wears diapers. And the narrator says, oh, so you still wear diapers? And she had said, no, that is so last year. Mm -hmm. Lots of those really 
dark things that are thrown out there that she doesn't realize are wrong. Yeah. How could she? Mm -hmm. We don't even at this point know if she goes to school. True. Yeah. Her friends are Benjamin, the fox she saw, and Hiro, a ghost of a Japanese boy. Right. She did have another friend she talked about, but that friend played with a gun, and now her parents are gone. This is an incredibly dark world <laughs> she lives in. We get to go to the zoo, and to get in, there's no ticket. Come on, Nara, just give her a ticket. You can later. Why don't you yeah, give her yeah. one now? <laughs> so you have to choose whether to lie or to break the window. Uh-huh. Either one will get that guy out of the booth and leave the door open for you to go in. Yeah. Can't throw a unicorn at a window. No. <laughs> but you can, I found out, throw the rune stone. Ah. Which I didn't realize the first time I played. First time I did the lie. Mm hmm And said, oh, I've seen the missing girl out there. I threw the rune stone and... What's really interesting is through the runestone, and I still had it later, so I don't know if that was a glitch in the game, because I assumed once I threw it, I wouldn't have it. Right. But my first playthrough, I got the achievement for looked at all the runestone sections, so I didn't need it. Didn't need it, yeah. So I assumed I'll just throw that one. That way, if Stony is important later, I will still have Stony. Inside, you get to see the three different sets of birds. You have the pirate parrots. You have the know-it-all owl. And you have the bird that's very rude, but unintentionally. The yeah, the bird giving you the bird. Yeah. <laughs> that we've already seen before, if you got taken away by the crows because it flies past you. It's like, that bird's being very mean to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can choose to steal seeds to feed them. Mm -hmm. Or she just chucks it at yeah. the cage. And then there's a custodian sweeping up leaves. You have to stealthily get past. Did you get past? Yeah. I didn't the first time. It leads again much to the same thing. You get taken into that office and put in a chair and left. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So either way, you go in there and you're going to get the key. Weird thing with the password for the computer where you're holding it upside down, but that's actually the right order for the numbers. Mm -hmm. And I think as well... It should be a nine because it's upside down, but six is actually the right answer. It's the written S-I-X. So it's like, they've actually told you it's a six. Where did they write that? I was just looking at the numbers themselves. The numbers, if you look at the nine, there's an arrow pointing to it and it says six. Oh, okay. I didn't pay attention. I just typed it in yeah. as as it was. Ah, yeah, because I, I, I kind of put it, in, it. So I put it in, I was like, oh, it's going to be like whatever it is, like 5948 or whatever, whatever the number is. So that was wrong. Um, but then I was like, okay, I'll just, well, if that's a six, then I'll type it in the right way around. And it's like, yeah, because he's saying, yeah, that's upside down. She's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> so, yeah, she was right. <laughs> the second time I tried multiple combinations to see if the other ones would work, but only the right one seems to work. Right. I thought maybe it'd take us into an alternate account or mm. something. You get the key, you get to go in, and the wolf doesn't kill you, which I suspect is what the narrator thought would happen. Definitely. I mean, all he's been trying to do so far is get us killed anyway, so it's like, yeah, this was this was his plan. But yeah, the wolf doesn't seem to have any interest in us. It's just like sniffs us and then he's like, nah, I'll just leave. So you get to read the note, which takes you to your next section. Between the scenes, you get more questions. <laughs> I love this question. Have you heard this question before? <laughs> Meaning, that's the question. 
<laughs> so weird. Yeah. We get to go to Phantasmagoria. And I love this section of the game. It's a nice section, yeah. It's really cute. And even the narrator says something along the lines of, she deserves to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Try to help her have a good time here. There are some things you could throw sparkle at here. There's candy that you should not pick up and eat. I mean, at least take the wrapper off of it. She just like she just like takes it and just like throws it into her face. It's full of cigarette butts, dirt, and but the candy still has all the the wrappers on them. It's like, come on. Yeah, I thought she was just gonna pick a piece up off the ground and unwrap it and then put it in her mouth. I was like, yeah, maybe maybe even I would do that. Not just throw it into my mouth. No, and definitely sort out some of the garbage away from it as well. It's just like a, because it's like a party hat, isn't it? An upside down party hat. She just like knocks the whole thing back. That's not what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) I do think they're interesting though, because those times where she takes the mints, quote unquote, from outside of the strip club, where she eats the candy here, we do get these cutscenes of her imagination. Mm Mm-hmm. So they are nice, but I always feel bad afterwards because of what I've put her through. <laughs> yeah. We have one ticket, so we have to choose which to ride. The unicorn carousel mm-hmm. or the... Haunted house. Haunted house. Both of them make her kind of nauseous afterwards. Yeah. But she seems to enjoy both of them. I was a bit worried that one would be a bad choice mm-hmm. and that she'd feel very sad she didn't do the other thing, but that's not the way she works. She's just happy to get to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. The games, unlike any reality, the games at the fair at Phantasmagoria are free. And also now featuring real bullets. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which she destroys that one right away on the first one. And then the Whack-A-Fox instead of Whack-A-Mole. Whack-A-Mole, yeah. Which I had trouble with the first time, but... After that, it was very easy. I realized that there wasn't the intense time limit that Whack-A-Mole actually normally has. Right. So you have plenty of time to make a choice. So just make your choice. That was my problem. I was reacting too fast and I was getting them. I was hitting them wrong all the time. But yeah, I managed to get what you need. You need three, six, six, six tickets to buy everything in the, in the machine. It's something like that. You also can get three for the fortune teller. That's right, yeah. That is one thing that I really like about this is that you can get just enough tickets. The machine will break Mm -hmm. as you have exactly enough to get the winner medal, which we're going to use as our gold coin. Yeah. The outfit for whichever toy you brought with you, the straw doll. Yeah. And all of the fortunes. The achievements tell me that I've got all that I need. If you do all of the fortunes, a bird will crash into it at the end, Mm -hmm. breaking it so you know that you can't get any more. Just a really fun part of the game to play. And perfectly timed to put here, where I feel like it could have gotten a little bit stale otherwise. They're Mm -hmm. giving us a break right when I feel it's necessary in the game. And then we're going to get to go on the boat. Yeah, I just, I just love how she just doesn't give him the coin. She just like lobs at him. It just bounces off his head and straight into the water. It's like, here, take this, doink. And that works. Yeah. So get in. If you still have the fish, you can choose to put the fish in the water and mm-hmm. get to meet the kraken. Mm-hmm. Little Misfortune, much 
like your daughter at times, if you bring up a new topic, will not let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Little misfortune was singing about the Kraken and saying how much she wanted to pet it and everything. And, oh, it just... She it, starts talking about sushi. Yeah, it does get to the point where either you get the Kraken or you don't. Yeah. And either way, what looks like an animatronic Grim Reaper rowing the boat or ferryman just has enough and gets out. <laughs> I just love how he, he doesn't say anything. He just like, <clears throat> she's just yapping away and he's just like, you just see him dying inside. He just gets up on the side of the boat, just like, just jumps into the water, just gives himself to the crack and he's like, this got to be better than this. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. It's so funny. You get to the island or at least the next section. Mm -hmm. There's a toy graveyard. Or the, I know there's a little he-man-like character. And I spotted that, yeah. Oh, look, yeah. You can walk along then. There's one point where you see rocks and Stoney will say, oh, it's like it's your family. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She'll say, oh, Stoney, it's like your family. Hmm. And that's it. It's just yeah. a throwaway thing. But it's so cute. And because I had taken the unicorn through the first time, the second time, I didn't expect that. It just right. felt like it came out of nowhere. We're going to get more questionnaires. Do you believe in magic? Do you trust me? Are you afraid of dying? Mm -hmm. I believe that's after we're chasing after Benjamin and you have to choose whether to trust the voice or not. Mm -hmm. There is a giant bear trap there waiting for you. Again, it doesn't really make a difference which you choose, though. just changes some of the dialogue. In the cabin, we see the video of the fox in the woods. You can read his diary. We find out his name actually is Benjamin. Surprise. <laughs> we learn about Morgo, who is Mr. Voice, mm -hmm. and we're going to have that totally answered for us very soon. We probably already know it. We already suspect it. But even Miss Fortune is soon going to find that out for sure. I think because of the diary. Whether you choose to read it or not, Benjamin is going to show it to you and point to Morgo and Miss Fortune will put it together. Yeah. There's a part where we have to escape this giant vault door. You just have to get up on the table and there's move the key painting yeah. and there's a, a button. Yeah. We're going to see Benjamin's bag where there's a cute baby picture of him for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> no other reason just to be cute. Another straw doll and instructions for what he's supposed to do as part of That's right. the group. The protocol. Yeah. The last page is missing. Does that matter? Um, maybe, maybe. Um, prepare for direct contact with, and then it's ripped off. So it's like direct contact with what? Who knows? Maybe to be answered in uh, the next game, which supposedly is a 3D adventure game where you play as Benjamin. Oh, yep. that's interesting. Yep. And, and they're working on Frambo too. The next chapter takes us on a train. While we wait, if you took your coloring book with you, you can color. Yeah, I got bored after one. I, I colored one dinosaur. I was like, yeah, I know, there's a, I know there's an achievement for this, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> there is, you fool. You needed three pages. Yeah, nah. nah. Just one, three pages. One, one was enough. <laughs> I, I, and the thing is, I remember those books. Remember those books we got as kids? It was like, guys, this, like, it was just like a water pen and you would just like draw it on the paper and it had like this color underneath. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was very nostalgic for me doing that. But yeah, I didn't like them as a kid and I still don't like them. So I didn't bother. Yeah, this is not quite that though. 
because that, the watercolor, it always would bleed beyond <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lines and mix and wouldn't quite work well. Yeah. This one is meant to be more, it's a magic marker that, and I mean magic. Yeah, yeah. Not, not TM here. It's magical in the fact that it can just color whatever color she wants at the time. You could just scribble over the whole thing. Yeah. And it has bits where she colored outside of the lines mm. or she didn't completely fill in a section. It was kind of nice. It does go a little bit long, but you need three, I think, mm. to get the achievement. If you don't have it, you just skip right to Hero being in danger. Yep. Now, I've seen a little bit of argument as to what he's been saying this whole time. I think what he's referring to is, where is the fog? Like, where do I go? He's saying, where are you? Okay. I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what that, he's saying. Those are the, that's the argument. Sorry, I, there's an argument about it? No. Oh. That's the argument, is which one of those is he saying? So, I like the where are you. That seems to be more fitting. Is that on like a forum somewhere? Did you find that? Oh, I, I had no idea. I just I just know some Japanese and I was like, that's what he's saying. But, yeah. Okay. Um I don't understand what's on the on the. I mean, maybe it makes sense because the fog on the window at the time says something like "there will be consequences" or something like that, like written upside down, uh, backwards. Um, I guess that's Mister Voice saying "don't speak to her" kind of thing. But he does ask for help as he's being taken away. As would I. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty clear. We go back home again as misfortune. Everything is now grey. The lights are red, mm. but she likes that. Yeah. The voice makes Misfortune start all over again, but she fights it, which annoys Mr. Voice. Mm -hmm. He just wants her to do exactly what he tells her to. Yeah. And just accept it. Just do it. Because he'll say, don't you want eternal happiness? No, I didn't like that game. I'm not going to play that game. <laughs> so things are slightly different. The music, for example, when you go to play that is distorted and weird. Yeah. The voice does knock knock in a very scary way. Mm -hmm. turns the world from being colorful back to gray. She feels trapped, so she runs to her secret spot. She refuses to play with Mr. Voice. We have a cutscene of Morgo growing and says Miss Fortune is his plaything forever. Benjamin arrives with this magical crystal staff, blasts him, and the house seems normal. But outside, the mother's crying, talking to a police officer, we see Misfortune's body in the road. Yeah. She's going to go with Benjamin, but before she does, Misfortune wants to say something to her mother, mm -hmm. which is very sweet and sad, but it's even sadder because the mother can't hear it. Mm -hmm. We're going to go through the portal, follow Benjamin. We're going to get more of those characters and creatures from Frambo. I missed one heartbeat, which really bothers me. <laughs> that was so close. Uh, can we just say what happens if you get all of them? Yeah. Basically, the game counts all of them, and then happiness goes to the mother, and she smiles. So she gets her happiness in the end, yeah. I don't know if she gets eternal happiness. Yeah, maybe not eternal, but yeah. She definitely, she yeah, she, she even takes her mask off, uh, and she smiles. Yeah, for real. Not, not like just a slapped on smile, fake smile. Yeah. And I think what Misfortune said before that is kind of important because she says something to her mother about now you can go find your own happiness. Yeah. Which makes me think that even Misfortune realized that her mother was hanging around this awful situation just because of her. Mm -hmm. 
and that now that misfortune is gone, she can leave the mean husband, deadbeat, and, abusive husband, yeah, and find her own life, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But basically, we go to this skull entryway. We get to see little cutie here, mm-hmm. and we're greeted by a grim reaper. Yep, and she says, "Oh, good, misfortune, you're here. Yeah. We've been expecting you." Mm-hmm. She walks inside. Game over. Yeah. Seems happy in the weird sort of <laughs> cute, dark way that Franbo would, that Little Misfortune would, that so many other games that we've kind of played or things that I played lately kind of fit. And I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, good. it's a good game. Yeah. Um, bittersweet. Like you said, choices don't really matter, but I think the choices do lead to replayability. Mm-hmm. And you do have some diverging. So, for example, Little Cutie, the first time, if you play with him, that ends it. But if you release him, then he's going to dig up the thing and that gives you the fortune cookie and the dog treat. So you still have branching choices. So there's still a reason for me to probably play it one more time mm-hmm. to hit a couple of those sort of branching off choices that I haven't played before. I don't know... What to take away from the game, though, as the message? I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know if, if. I mean, probably just what we've said. You know, like find your own happiness and that kind of stuff. Like, you know, um, I'm not sure, but I was looking at it more from an angle of like the, the whole Franbo kind of universe, like because this is quite important in the way that when we discussed Franbo in the last episode, um, <laughs> the episode we talked about Franbo a long time ago, yeah. Um, we were one of the things we were discussing was is this all in her head? At least this game now deletes that theory of like no 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 because we're seeing it again from someone else's point of view. So the five realms do exist. What Frambo experienced was real, and Even- that makes me very happy because that's the way I like to look at yeah. those things. If the movie tells me it's real, I want to believe it's real. If the game tells me we were actually there, I want to believe we were actually there. Yeah, and I like what they're doing because like they're they're doing a lot of like lore building now, world building, and yeah, I can't wait for the wait for Frambo two and the even the the yeah, I'm not super hyped about the three D Benjamin adventure game, but I'll still play it, you know. Um, yeah, because I like this world and it's it seems to be growing and they're adding stuff to it and. They've got all those core characters, so it's really cool playing through this game. Going, hey, I know those guys. Hey, oh, the 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 the, the weird pig beetles, you know? Like, uh, yeah, it's like the, the the whole family's back together again. Kind of cool. Exactly. So for me, it just hits this place where I love these cute, dark, weird adventures, and I look forward to seeing what they do next time. Yeah, gaps filled and more gaps created.